Hello, and welcome to the dimension of our midnight cake. The topic of our transmission from the Nexus of Realities for this week is the 1979 horror sci-fi cinematic masterpiece, Alien. The film was directed by Ridley Scott and written by Dan O'Bannon. It stars Tom Skerritt, Sigourney Weaver, Veronica Cartwright, Harry Dean Stanton, John Hurt, Ian Holm, and Yafit Kodo. Based on a story by O'Bannon and Ronald Shusett, it follows the crew of the commercial space tug Nostromo, who, after coming across a mysterious and derelict spaceship on an uncharted planetoid, find themselves up against an aggressive and deadly extraterrestrial. Alien is widely considered to be one of the greatest and most influential horror or science fiction films to date. In 2002, it was deemed, quote, culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant, unquote, and preserved in the United States National Film Registry. I am incredibly excited to discuss this film, so let's get into it. Oh, where are my manners? I'm Soltis, and joining me are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Beaches. The xenomorphs are out there. <laughs> and Doug. You know, for some reason, the thought occurred to me watching this. The xenomorph is actually arguably nicer than Alf because he wouldn't eat that cat. <laughs> <laughs> what an incredible film. I have not seen this film in many, many years, but I love it. I can see why it was such a massive hit when it came out, why it is much beloved today, why it received all the accolades and praises that it did. Mm hmm. I think about what you said with uh, Brazil, like what the heck must people have thought when they saw it? I think this movie would have been like that. Like you would have gone to the theater and seen this and be like, what, what yes. the heck did I yes. just see? Kind of blow your mind. Yeah. Well, with Jaws, we talked about like um, whether or not it was a horror. This is definitely a horror. Oh, yes. Most assuredly. Big time. I believe also that really Scott mentioned that he looked more towards Movies like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre than movies like Star Wars or mm -hmm. other sci-fi movies. <laughs> I'd believe that. <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but one of the aspects of the film that I enjoyed the most is that the audience knows as much as the crew does throughout the film. We're right there with the crew as they're coming into consciousness. And throughout the entire movie... We're almost one-to-one -one for what they know is going on. Oh, here's Amador. That's okay. I forgot it was Monday. It's the only person I 100% I believe when he says a thing like that. Yes. <laughs> Zero doubt. That's quite all right. Um, well, Soltis was just saying that what he liked about Alien, what stood out to him is like the crew and the audience know the same amount of things. Uh-huh about what's going on through the movie. And you were talking about the opening, uh, Soltis. I really enjoyed the opening more this time when I watched it, I think. Like, it starts right, it starts right away with stuff's happening, but it's really patient in letting you feel uneasy and not really know what's going on. Like, it very much struck me how, you know, it's so much better having the mystery when they, like, land on the planet and they're finding the space jockey 
and finding these eggs and trying to figure out just what the heck is going on. Like it doesn't feel a need to explain everything. Space jockey. I love the, the, uh, the terminology <laughs> that exists around this movie that it's not is, in the movie. It's not in the movie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like Xenomorph. <laughs> exactly. Xenomorph is not in the movie, yeah. but it's, it's just like, it's so sad. This, this uh, compulsion to explain away everything sometimes because it is, it's so, it makes you so dang uneasy. I liked too with the opening. It's it gives that kind of found footage kind of look, I guess, um, where you're getting that more firsthand experience just because of how they chose to represent the technology in the movie. I like that there's not really any technology in it that seems all that advanced. Yeah, yeah, that too. I, yeah. I like the ship. I like that the <laughs> ship is not really slick, like say like a star trek kind of ship or something yeah yeah you've got it's big chunky buttons and valves shooting off stuff (laughs) and there's water dripping off the engine or whatever in that one room yeah it's it's a commercial mining vehicle yeah and there's some roughneck kind of guys on there this is not like uh yeah 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 that's it that's it basically it's like a space trucking team (laughs) that's uh oh gee i'm gonna blank on the names Park is it Parker and Barrett? They're kind of like the ones that are complaining about smaller shares, and they're mm-hmm. having to go down into like the dangerous parts of the ship, repairing stuff, and they're complaining yeah. about <laughs> payment schemes and doing the dirty work and <laughs> not getting. Like as it's much very gritty and real, you know the the way yeah. the ship and the technology is. Yeah, I like that too. I like me chunky but give me chunky buttons. They did take a page from Star Trek. When they're talking about how long it'll take to repair a ship. Yeah. Tell her 17 hours, at least 25 hours. (laughs) I have never used that technique in my professional work. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Give a fat timeline and do it fast. Never. That's why everybody likes you. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) It's been the secret to my success. Scotty. Thank you, Scotty. (laughs) Man, I mean, what, what else can you say about the... The sets, the scenery, all of the yeah. Props, so everything. there's everything it's in all, the sti- in the ship in. that's yeah, very like lived in and close quarters and everything. And then they get this, you know, the distress call and they go to the planet. And then it's those like those matte paintings are just. That was one thing when I was watching this, knowing that there were miniatures and matte paintings, and mm-hmm. it still looks awesome. It looks so good. And this is one, uh, all the alien technology is all inspired by Geiger. Is that right? Yeah, well? H.R. Geiger. Yes. I love the look of that in this movie. And then I go look at some of his other work. I'm like, okay, I think I just want to look at some of the aliens. No, no, no. Too too sexy. <laughs> yeah, he's got, yes. They had to tone it down. They had to tone it down. I've always thought the design of these spaces is really interesting, like creating this, you know, the science fiction space. And when they've done a really good job throughout the movie, you really get a sense of like the flow of where everything is. And that's important, especially for a film like this, where especially toward the end, the back and forth yes. and the going to this place to that. And you, you can really get lost if it's not very well designed. And obviously they reuse things. You know, this hallway becomes that hallway. But, um, you know, when she's heading toward the shuttle and when she's heading toward the, uh, you know, the bridge or the this, um, you know, this common area that they have. And oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the actual alien, 
I was reading some things about it and the face hugger was made out of actual animal parts or, or they had animal parts incorporated into it. Yeah. Like parts of shellfish and um, other internal organs from other things. Yeah. The same with like the egg. The egg was had some stuff on top. And I think the chestburster scene, hmm. they had some actual. Yeah. That's, you know, that's like in um, Day of the Dead. A, a lot yeah. of the effects, like through the all the big set pieces at the end of the Day of the Dead, they use a lot of real animal parts from the butchers and so you get very real reactions because it stinks especially if you have to set it up and do it more than once yeah and also it's just very visceral and well real so and you can see like when the face hooker is flipped over and ash is like poking it like you can see i see exactly what you're saying like seeing all that stuff in there there's not a lot of that that doesn't look like uh, that doesn't look like it could be real yeah it looks very real yeah I mean, you you really have to get to the scenes with the uh, the full fledged alien itself when you can kind of see that it's a guy in a suit. But um, the, the smaller stuff is great. Yeah, and on with that, uh, the guy in the suit. Mm. I, I think that they made excellent use of lighting in order to you know and yeah. the camera angles and things yeah. to keep it hidden. I think that when it came to actually putting the guy in the suit, and they realized that it looked goofy. <laughs> rather than scary <laughs> like well this is what we have so we're gonna <laughs> one of the notes i had was they always show the right amount of the monster i think like a lot oh, of yeah. profile shots a lot of silhouette shots a lot of the light just flashes on him for a second and scares the crap out of you and then he's gone kind of things or like when it would this zoom in on just the animatronics the, of his mouth in the air ducts where he's literally like boo <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love that air duct sequence. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's something too. Talking about casting, Ian Holm, mm-hmm. excellent. Uh, he's awesome. <laughs> what an excellent twist for a character. And this is a movie that's been around for what? How long? That forty plus years now. Yeah, but still great. <laughs> still. Yeah, the way they do it's great because they're giving you little things to show he's not human. And then suddenly, I guess the big unveiling is Parker literally knocking his head off. Yeah. And it's like so shocking. It's, and then he it's keeps great. trying to kill him. When you yeah. go back and rewatch it and you're like, yes, I see what they were doing there. That's one of those fun things to pick up on. The, that first thing um, with the uh, the quarantine sort of, you know, even though he's kind of a strange guy, give him a little bit of like um, false humanity. Yeah. Um, Compared to Sigourney Weaver, you know, wanting to go buy the book. She warned them all. <laughs> I guess at that at that point, once it's done, it's just politics, right? You you know you seem like the person who was gonna let them die. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's nice that her first words are how is how's he doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the version on Hulu is uh is that the theatrical version? Yes, that's the theatrical. And I think yeah, I in isolation. Um, that's probably the best one to watch. Yeah, I haven't the, seen the director's cut. The director's cut is good. It's it's worth a watch if you really enjoy this. If if you find you know yourself what the, like, wanting to watch it again. Between the two? Um, a li- almost, you would think almost nothing because there's like literally like one or two yeah. minutes difference. It's a lot to do with the pacing. There is, um, I think you do get a scene of the, the, the fate of uh, Tom Skerritt's character. Yeah, there's... So all the kills are edited down a lot. They took out a lot of the gore. And then there's a scene with the nest. 
she finds like a nest where the people are stuck up on the walls, like we see in the later oh, movies. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And Dallas is that- still alive, but he's been, I guess, impregnated or whatever. And so he has to You, you get that him. original, uh, kill me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think though, um, Ridley Scott has said that he made it because they asked him to, that he, he actually prefers the theatrical cut. Okay. Yeah. It is nice and tight. The chestburster scene still hits. That it's you still feel it. Oh yeah, visceral. The jumps they're going for, the effects. I mean, they they still look great because, like you had mentioned, they used some real parts here and there for things. They hit oh, things yeah. when they needed to from the camera, and I mean, they still hold up better than like some G- G- CGI floating aspers. Funny thing about that chestburster scene. Um, can you guess where I first saw it? That chestburster <laughs> scene. Baseballs with John Hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I knew it. I I saw because I got John Hurt and everything. I saw Alien or Star Wars or anything. Oh, and so <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh man, they're ripping off Spaceballs in this movie. <laughs> I think most of the Star Wars was enough, uh, you know, enough part of the pop culture that the references that were being thrown at me, a lot Mm -hmm. of them. But uh, that that in particular, I had to eventually see aliens to be like, oh, Oh, this is (laughs) that thing. This is definitely one of the movies that got me into horror, for sure. You know, I, I like had universal monster movies that i loved and like old sci-fi movies and then i like saw this on basic cable <laughs> when i was in when I was, when I was in middle school i don't know it was maybe eighth grade or so and i was just like yeah. this is incredible this is unreal i and, assume uh, you've all seen the sequel right oh yeah yes the the aliens plural yes, aliens plural, yes. not a bad movie we were yeah. talking about that earlier soltis and me how jaws had one of the worst sequels and then I think Alien had one of the best. I mean, James Cameron, a, an infinitely mm-hmm. competent director. Yeah. Um, yes. It's it's definitely like more of an action movie than I, like claustrophobic horror. I, and yeah, yeah, it is. It's a completely different genre. But it's awesome. It's, I, I, I appreciate <laughs> that instead of trying to duplicate uh, the original, I mean, he just took it in his own direction. It's kind um, of a good move. Yeah. I still, though, still, I cannot imagine how anybody, and there are a lot of them, thinks that Aliens is better than this movie. There's an alien movie for everyone. You've got Alien with, like we've said, the the Aliens versus the Space Truckers, and you've got the Aliens versus the Space Marines, and then you've got Aliens versus Space Convicts, and then you've got Aliens versus Predators. And then you've got Prometheus, if you just don't want any aliens in your alien movie. (laughs) I love that you just said aliens versus truckers. That's that is basically what this is. I love Ripley as a character. She's so oh, awesome. Yeah. She didn't even have top billing in this one. I noticed. No, 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 no. She absolutely did not. So that even probably added to that, right? Like scary is soft. I, I believe that was by design, right? Yes. I mean, yes, it, it I, was. It was by design. I think it's got to be part of it. Yeah. Where you get the sense of that nobody is safe. Who you thought was the main character dies. And it's, well, okay, what's going on here? I <laughs> Is anybody going to make it out of here alive? I don't know. 
she's she's a great character though she's so awesome i do think that we get some nice beats with ripley's character in aliens you know oh yeah uh, with like her and newt and some of those things but you know in this movie she's taking no crap from anyone from the beginning she seems like the only level-headed person there <laughs> I, she has a better character none of the characters in this are are that well they're not drawn. as fleshed out yep yeah, I mean, this is like a horror slasher movie. They are mm-hmm. they give you just enough to to kind of care about them, just enough to know their story until they die. <laughs> and and she she was allowed, I think, uh, on the sequel to kind of uh, take ownership of the, mm-hmm. the character a little bit and say uh, what she thought um, she might or might not do or say. And and I know that kind of thing doesn't always work out. Yeah, no, at some point they said, do you think she'd get resurrected 200 years later and <laughs> have alien DNA? <laughs> I don't know, Kat. <laughs> and she said, how much? No. <laughs> I was looking through freaking IMDb stuff about alien <laughs> resurrection because that's what, that's what was suggested to me next in autoplay world. And that's actually what she said. I resisted doing this movie until they backed up a truckload of money to my house. <laughs> you, you know what's fun to me though? I think Resurrection's not even the worst. Like because I think people just laugh at it. You know, it's just yeah. it's the silly sci-fi movie that this could have been. <laughs> I'm with you though that we got a, a truly great like character in her though out of this, mm. and and the way they do it and treat it till the end, it's awesome. You feel how frenetic she is trying to make it to that shuttle at the end. And she's like singing that little song to herself when she's strapping herself into the shuttle at the end before she shoots him out. That caused a huge problem for the studio. Oh, did it really? Because she she ad-libbed that on and they didn't have the rights to the song. So they had to buy the rights to the song. Classic. (laughs) Yeah, when she's headed there. Nobody was happy about the alien shows up and so she can't she knows she can't make it to the shuttle so she's got to go back and she's going to cancel and she's doing everything she can to get it done and she screams at you know uh, what does she say um i i shut it down <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> or or she turned the cooling system back okay that that's it mm-hmm. turn the cooling system back on and and Jonesy was smart, man. He played the long game, just like you do in dodgeball. You hang back, let everyone uh-huh. else take the hit. That's right. That's right. You're left alone. And you're like, oh, not again. <laughs> dodge a ball. You can dodge an alien. Great visuals. Great acting. Just the sense of dread and how things close in. It's directed moves quickly, but it's also patient enough to make you feel uneasy and dreadful the whole time. I mean, this and, is another movie I recommend a lot. Throughout, yeah, it really does. It allows allows you to to reset. Well, give me give yeah. me a criticism. Come on, a criticism. You know, it's those it's those the, Christmas lights underneath the Nostromo, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was going to say the jump cut between the fake head for Ash yeah, yeah, and then and then the real head. It it does um, in one or two spots what so many of these older films did for some reason, where instead of properly ending, the score just sort of fades out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And you're like, was someone literally just like turning down a volume <laughs> in the editing room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug, thank you, and good night. Um, uh, so Lumberdor, I mentioned that I'm, I am, uh, for the foreseeable future, unavailable on Mondays. Oh, I missed oh, that. Yeah. 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 Is um, there, we're, uh, we're looking at Thursdays. If we're, we are eyeballing Thursday well. as okay. a replacement. Is that, is that terrible for you? I honestly have no idea. Because cool. I figured, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, as as much as you know about any uh, next Monday, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. I know my children still have stuff the next week or two, but like I know school is starting, and mm-hmm. like I'm gonna have to check that. He's he's crap. a teacher, and <laughs> so I think I have to show up. <laughs> I know school is starting. I know I know I got a shift at school. I, I have to be there. <laughs> Oh, what that was today? I'll just, uh, well, I got a puppet here. Hey, look, kids. <laughs> now, why did you switch? Why did you switch to Lightning McQueen back there? Um, I don't know. Just to see if you paid attention. Just so to make me mad? Guess. Yeah. Because I hate that movie? Okay. <laughs> here, I'll, I'll switch it up. Hold on. He's not a car. That's the problem with that movie. There you go.